I mean, I I am Goog- I am the human form of Google, but <laughs> damn, social worker Olivia, best friends with you, and there's no sexual energy there. Like that's like <laughs> dead ass. I don't. It's such a bad move, and I've done it every time, and it's such Keep a bad move. Stirring the fucking sauce. That was wow. That what an analogy you just. The cat's trying to get into our room, and it's like hitting on the door. You're a bad bitch. go welcome back my party people here's to another episode of here's my number podcast hello hello everyone today we will chat about how to be single after relationship slash get over an ex but before we get into that let's get started with games we do have time for and i'm starting today ready as i'll ever be all right so number one body hair everywhere or none at all like a baby's bump on myself or on another person on your significant other body hair are you serious 100 percent. wow all right i would be the opposite no body hair is like hooking up with a fucking child and that's disgusting (laughs) thank you next Okay, if you could uh, star in one movie, what would it be? Oh, my God. Um, I know. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't feel like I watch movies. I guess maybe, like, The Notebook so I can make out with Ryan Gosling in the rain. Aww. Deep. Okay, I'll that's, take it. That's really the only movie I've ever watched, so. Yeah. <laughs> Next you question. Still, you <laughs> still need to watch, what's it called? Freaky Friday? Is that what it is? No. No. Um, it's here's the she's the man. Oh, she's the man. Oh, Olivia, he's not a piece of meat. I hope everyone knows that reference. All right, um, bad hair or bad teeth? Ooh, on your significant uh, other. I think. Oh my god! Wow. Uh, right? Maybe bad hair because you can just shave it off. Yeah, that's true. It's. Mm, I don't know. I People with bad hair, like, keep the bad hair as long as they possibly can, and then they shave it off, and everyone's like, oh, shit, like, it looks good. So, I don't know. That's my thing. All right, fair. I'll take it. Bad teeth take a while to fix. That's okay. true. Um, and money. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and money, which I, we don't have. Um, <laughs> None. <laughs> <gasps> what is the most difficult part of living alone uh that i have no one to talk to <laughs> isn't that kind of obvious knowing me i don't know I, yeah I'm, yeah okay maybe that was a stupid question um, <laughs> no 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 stupid questions ever but i feel like i would like come into your room at all times of the day yeah that's good, morning. good morning good night <laughs> what are you doing walkie-talkies we actually won christmas olivia got us all walkie-talkies and it was so cute yeah we all had them in our own rooms like everyone go into your room and come up with an idea of what we should do tonight and then radio us over the walkie-talkie when you come up with it (laughs) okay next one um what is your go-to drink or your drink of choice mojito oh fucking a i knew that (laughs) i knew that that was so stupid olivia God, best. A ever. skill that you want to learn or have before you die. Hmm. 
I would, well, mm, I want to be really, really, really good at surfing. Hmm. And that's, uh, let's be real, it's never going to happen. It might be. You live in Florida. I mean, there's no... I know, but I also lived in L.A. for five years. True. (laughs) Well, whatever. That's... Moving on. Let's get into... I feel like this podcast is really going to focus on the shit that you wish someone told you when you got dumped. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, for sure. I think it will be good. So... Yeah. Take it away. Yeah, and let's, this might be, like, stating the obvious, but I like starting from, like, 101. So, like, a breakup can obviously be mutual. It can be one person breaks up with the other. Whatever it is, usually it's a little bit painful. Or, let me take that back. Usually it's painful and an adjustment for everyone, even if you're, like, the one breaking up with the other person. And... As I actually also said last episode, I got a little philosophical with it. And once again, I did with this episode. I got very deep with researching everything that actually happens to the body when you go through a breakup. And let me just state the goddamn science before um, we get any deeper into it. So when you go through a breakup, especially one that's unexpected, your body like registers it as flight or fight or flight um so that's like when you're in an emergency state and what that means is that you can straight up from like you straight up drop in in the production of dopamine and serotonin which is the signals between your cells that make you feel pleasure and happiness how fucking insane is that Mm -hmm. That's insane. I know, but I feel like it makes a lot of sense. No, totally. But I just, I remember from my breakup, I dated a guy for like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years. That's dramatic. But I dated him for a long time. And I actually felt like I was going to fucking die. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's something also to like note is that there's different levels of breakup. Like I... I was also dating someone for a significant period of time. And when that person broke up with me, I actually thought that I would rather die than keep being alive. Like that sounds so dramatic, but like so many people have been there where like you get dumped and you actually don't feel like you have to restart your life over. Uh And then there's another form of breakup, which I feel is like kind of my last one where it's like, yeah, you're sad for a little bit, but like, you know, you're going to be fine. And it's like, this sucks, but like it is what it is. And so I think that everything we talk about today can be used in both of those scenarios it's just like kind of how much you invest yourself into doing the things that like we talk about totally but it's just interesting to see that there's actually like from the science perspective you can see it in your body when you go through a breakup or when you lose someone right it's not um (laughs) it's not in your head you're not a psycho it's it's actual science (laughs) (laughs) So, you might ask yourself, what the hell do you fucking do when you go through a breakup? But fear not, party people. We have put together six healthy ways to get over an ex and live your life as a single person. So, you want to start with the first one? Uh, Sure. I feel like the first one um is one that so many people struggle with for so many different reasons but it's just to like 
sit in like oh my god I'm so sorry if I sound so loserish saying this shit but like it's just to like sit in your sadness and like be sad like it's okay to fucking be sad and I feel like so many people get so caught up in like whatever it's like if you have to cry you have to cry and you should do that and like yeah whatever it's just like feel how you want to feel acknowledge that like that's why you're feeling that way and then like move on like move on from that and I I just like I think that so many people are so quick to like be like okay how do I get over this person and then they get discouraged when they're not getting over it and it's like those feelings might never ever ever go away and it's like you have to just learn how to like compartmentalize that sadness of like how am I gonna enjoy doing things and also like not let the sadness that I feel all the time take over. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, at least from, like, my own experience, I, when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, it was, like, I guess he kind of broke up with me, but it was, like, kind of mutual. He, like, moved to U.S. Um, But I wanted to be such a superhero and be, like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm over it. And it took just took me so much longer to actually get over him and like be ready to be single Leah because I I like didn't give myself time to be sad you know what I mean exactly and I I think that people are like um there's a certain level of like pressure to not be sad all the time and it's like Mm -hmm. I mean I've definitely had friends and I've been the friend that's like okay like just get over it it's like yeah move on like they don't care about you anyway and it's like yeah bitch that's exactly why I'm fucking sad because yeah. I know this person doesn't care about me and I am obsessed with them. So, like, um, have you ever seen uh, Call Me By Your Name? Yes. And at the end, when his dad is like, it's better to, like, feel than it is to feel nothing at all. I mm-hmm. literally, when I feel sad, will put that on and listen to it. and oh just Oh, my God. Like, because it's so... My dad would never say words like that. So, I need to find it from somewhere. And, like... <laughs> I think that if you haven't watched that movie, you should. But it's, yeah, you should. it's feel however the fuck you want to feel. And don't, don't, if you're on the other side of that and you're like, thank God for my friends that just, she knows who she is, sat and listened to every single time I felt like, it's okay. You're going to feel, this is another part of it too. It's like, you're going to feel okay for three weeks. And then all of a sudden something's going to bring you back and you're going to be sad. And like, you have to just like, let that happen. Yeah. It's so true. And it's also like, now I'm going to get back into the science. Sorry, everyone. I didn't even, I fucking read bio, not, not biology, (laughs) like graphic design. So I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this, but you know how, when you cry afterwards, you're like, oh, like I feel so much better Mm -hmm. when you cry. It naturally helps the body get rid of the chemicals that raise the stress hormone. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's an, it's actually like proven that it's like, it's healthy to cry. It's healthy to get it out guys and girls, both of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen to us. So number one is cry it fucking out. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I kind of feel like we got a little into it, but <laughs> it's disconnect. Like literally put the phone away, get off social media for a little 
you're not going to lose a million followers. Followers, you're fine. Just like put it away because if you keep looking at your phone and your ex, you're just going to straight up stress yourself out and get a heart attack and anxiety. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think you necessarily need to, I mean, it's probably helpful to just like put the phone down, but like don't keep, this is my thing. Don't keep following your fucking ex-boyfriend on, on social media. You don't yeah. need to see what he's doing. You know yeah. you're, or like your ex-girlfriend, you're going to look at who they're following and like you don't need to do that. Like block them or act crazy so they block you and then you don't have a choice. Like yeah, my fucking, my, the first ex-boyfriend, the one that made me sad, really sad, <laughs> I'm still blocked and it's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to just say it's because he probably can't get over it. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I'm no, totally kidding. Sure. But, like, I think that also comes in two parts. It's, like, block them. Give yourself a little detox. But also, like, my when I broke up with them or, like, went through a breakup, I, I delete them all off of, like, my own page. Like, I don't yeah. – every time I go onto Instagram, I don't need to see happy pictures of us. Like, no. get rid of it. I agree. That's actually interesting that you bring that up because my best friend back home, her and her boyfriend just broke up and we were talking about that the other day when we were like, should she delete the pictures of him or not? Because it's like, of course she wants to appreciate like all the good times and what it was, but it's like, should she just take it off? And I I was the one that was like, yeah, like archive it or whatever. Like you are now living a different life, like appreciate it for what it was, but Mm -hmm. like, bye. But if those things are going to make you sad every single time yeah. you look at them, don't do it. I feel like another good piece of advice I got that kind of goes with that is like, there's no yes or no. Like, do something because you think it's going to make yourself feel better, not because you feel like you should. Ooh. I know. I like that. Yeah, like, if deleting the pictures is going to make you feel better, fucking delete the pictures. Yeah. True. With it. Thank you. Damn. Social worker Olivia next next one baby yeah and then i feel like the next two ones kind of like go hand in hand it's number three is like get outside number four is work out and i honestly what i think i when i went through my breakup was that i just felt so fucking bad for myself and Again, that's fair, like, cry it out. But I, um, I, like, I turned into a fucking tomato. Like, I didn't do anything. (laughs) And, like, you know me. Like, I need to fucking wake up every morning and move or else I'm just, like, not happy. And while going through a breakup, I didn't do that. And it's, like, it just, like, ruined me. Yeah, I mean, I think when you cry it out, that also comes with, like, after you're done crying it out, do something productive. Don't just, like, sit in it. Yeah sit in it for a little while and then move on but I think I mean I didn't google anything but the sun and the ocean (laughs) and being in nature is just like generally gonna make you feel better I mean like I'm that's a real thing you're just a fucking genius I mean I I am I am the human form of google but (laughs) I'm kidding I just like I know I'm a dumbass and I know people listening to this are like she's so dumb (laughs) No, and then number five, which is my freaking favorite one. So another thing that happens when you go through a breakup is that it takes a hit on your confidence. Like whoever you are, 
again, even if you're the one breaking up, it usually is going to damage your confidence. So freaking do something nice for yourself. I know you also had some things to say about this, but like get your nails done, go to the barber. I don't know what it is. Just like take care of yourself and prioritize yourself because you need to realize that you're going to start living this new life where you're not like a unit with this other person. Like you are going to be Olivia Dicas or <laughs> Leah Porcelli, just this singular person. And honestly, I fucking love being single now. I know. I was, I like right? think about that all the time. And I'm like, I used to be a person that was so afraid to like not be in a relationship. And now that I'm not, and I feel actually like confident in who I am as a person, I'm not sure that I want to be a unit with somebody. I know, right? And it's such a strange, now it's like the opposite battle, but we can get into that later. But I think that like developing a routine or developing like a new, find something new that you, you like to do that like you, this person never would have done. Like my ex-boyfriend used to be like, no, I don't like to do things that I'm not good at. And I'd be like, okay, that's a ridiculous fucking statement. Like let's go on a, like, and so then maybe I'll go on a hike because that person never used to like to hike or like. Stupid shit yeah. like that. But I also think like, and we talked so much about this, getting a haircut is a huge, huge thing. I feel like people joke about when you go through a breakup. They're like, oh, just like she got a haircut. she They're really over or like mm-hmm. whatever. And I actually did do research on it because I was the haircutter. If you knew me, whatever. Four years ago, my hair was down to my ass, and now it's at, like I I think I got off twelve inches of hair. Shit, that's a lot. And it's like um, they're actually it's kind of like the revenge body, but a, a like a quicker solution. It's not going to take months to get, and it really is. I feel like you said this is like cutting off the dead weight and like creating mm-hmm. a little bit of a new identity that that person didn't know you as. And so, yeah. I really I. It was legit the day of my breakup. I had a hair appointment and I was just like, cut it off. <laughs> cut it Take off. it like, all, bitches. I, this is like needs, it sounds so cliche, but it needs to be like starting over and you need to figure out who you are without this person yeah. constantly and, being there. And then once you've done that, it's not like, even if it was a good breakup, I feel like you still need to have that time where you're like, this is my life. And then you can always mm-hmm. get back to being friends with your ex but you can't just like right away be like oh we're gonna keep being friends like we're gonna keep hanging out like bro sis like that's not gonna work yeah I'd also challenge that idea I would love to meet someone that can genuinely say that they're good friends with their ex like straight up right away straight no period unless you're like 50 but like I know that I couldn't genuinely be friends with my ex and it's been two years. I know someone that, that already wants to get on the podcast with that topic, but also he's lying. I know, I know they like have all this like sexual energy and they, yeah. But that's not being friends. Like I don't, that I don't consider I'm best friends with you and there's no sexual energy there. (laughs) Like that's like, you're not, you're not having sexual energy with people that you genuinely feel friendly with. It's yeah. I don't know, but I honestly, whoever that person is, I would love for them to come on because I do feel like we could shoot the shit for hours about it. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. So cut your, cut your fucking hair, 
get a tattoo, pierce your nipples, do whatever you got to fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) We got experience with it and it helps. In regards to haircut, um, I actually have something else to say. We, that again, I read online, but we can't always dictate our feelings. Like, even though we want to decide exactly how we feel, we can't always decide that. So that's why an easy way to actually have control over something is with our looks. Mm -hmm. And that's also why when you cut your hair, when you get a tattoo, when you get your nails done, whatever the fuck it is, it actually does make a difference in your feelings. Yeah. Because it's what you can control. Also, like, maybe if you are feeling really sad, maybe, like, wait a week to get the tattoo or, like, do something crazy. (laughs) Because just because you're feeling that sad might... Like, you might not feel that way in a week, so. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, like, make the appointment, and you don't always have to follow through. Yeah. But. Touche. Smart. I feel like the mothers would appreciate that comment. Yeah, my mom's like, ooh, they're few. My mom's heart attack is over. <laughs> Another one. Um, and then our last one, which hopefully is very obvious to everyone, is, like, be social. Fucking, like, lean on your friends, talk to your friends, talk to your parents, whoever it is, like, please be open enough to show your true feelings and how you're doing to those people that actually matter in your life. Right. I feel like so much of it is, like, it's so important to just, like, find a corner of people who aren't going to get tired of how you feel. Yeah. And I, that is so, so much easier said than done. And I, I truly don't think that I've had that group of people until like my current, like within the last three years, I would say. Yeah. Like it's so, that's so hard. And it's, I mean, listening to someone be sad all the time is fucking annoying, but like you have to find the people that love you enough to like put up with you being annoying. Yeah. And I also, I don't know, for me personally, when I was younger, I hated losing face. Like, you know, I didn't like to be looked as as weak. So I didn't even, like when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, I didn't even tell anyone. Like I straight up didn't tell anyone. And it was first like one day, one of my closest friends was like, how are you guys doing? Because like he was in the US and I was like, oh, we broke up. And she was like, the fuck? Like, yeah. what, what yeah, are you talking that's about? so unhealthy. <laughs> no, I know. And now I'm, like, so much smarter. And now I clearly talk about fucking everything. Like, if I'm sad, you will know. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just, like, so important to also, like, both ways that if you're the friend, like, just let the friend be sad. But also, what's the other way? <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> both ways. Just be supportive. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I don't I don't know what our other point was but just don't be a dick like just fi- don't be a fucking dick find people who who I don't know like understand yeah what your you're sadness going yeah yeah um I I feel like I don't know like I think that so many people maybe struggle to stay single or stay whatever because they're so afraid to like be alone and Mm -hmm. I and I think for me I mean this is gonna sound so stupid and all my friends listening to this like do not let this go to your head but I feel like when especially after my last breakup like you have to get to a point of the 
I hate saying this, but like just like falling back in love with like your friends. And like mm-hmm. that sounds so weird to say, but like there is no one else on the planet that I would rather spend time with than like you guys. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like when you're in a relationship, that's not that's like not always the go to. And I feel like yeah. I don't know. I just I think I relied so heavily on my group of people to like drag me out of it that I don't even know when like I don't think I would have done it if it weren't for people like yeah around you. you guys yeah yeah no totally also when I look back on I mean I was really with that guy for a long time and it was also just I was pretty young when I was in a relationship like I feel like I did the relationships when I was younger instead of older when mm-hmm. all my friends are in relationships mm-hmm. that I just like I didn't even have a fucking identity like I was just like his girlfriend because he was right. like this like big shot and I'm like now I actually like got comfortable like now I fucking lived in like LA New York I mean of course you were in New York but like you know what I mean You're like I did bitch. all those thanks honey okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I did all of those things by myself, and I mm-hmm. honestly don't think I would have been able to do any of those things if I stayed with him. Right. And it's, like, you also just got to, like, even if you don't have the confidence, fucking fake it till you make it. Like, you will get that confidence if you just, like, keep fucking going. Yes. Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, sometimes this is, like, a topic that I feel like both of us could have a TED talk on and it's a topic that like I wish I could just like shake into people yeah it's just like you don't realize you're like stop like it's okay and I'm not taking away from people that are in relationships at all like some people are I'm, I'm talking about like people who are like sit in their heartbreak for so long it's just like you just like want to shake that person and be like you have no idea like your potential yeah like, stop being sad over a fucking loser. Like, yeah. And that's, I'm talking about people who are, like, generally just so heartbroken. They don't know how to move. But, like. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's not fucking easy at all. No. It's not easy at all. But I also think you got to, like, try to appreciate the, like, take baby steps. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm not going to mention any names. But one of my good friends, her and her boyfriend broke up. And... Um, we've been spending a lot of time together during these months and she actually is a fucking badass and she took like the whole breakup, like she's been handling it so well, but still like you can feel that she's going through an adjustment period because she was with this motherfucking guy for, I don't know, four or five years, like a long time again. So we, one day, over a glass of wine, of course, like, created a to-do list for her. Yeah. And, like, so... <laughs> the whole thing... Leah shared me on this to-do list, and the whole fucking thing is in Danish, so I'm useless in contributing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to translate it, but... It's okay. I don't even... Should I read it out loud? I'll, like, no, read some... Yeah, you can read some of the good ones, and then I want to share one that you have on there. All right, so... Again, this was just kind of to get her out there, even though she's, like, handling this whole breakup amazing. But just, again, just a couple of them. So first one is blind date, which I'm obviously going to set her up with. Then I said get on Tinder because, again, in Copenhagen, we usually only use Tinder. So I was like, you got to go on Tinder dates. 
you got to give your number to someone on a piece of paper because here's, here's my, my motherfucking number. number. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <gasps> you have to walk up to someone and say, want to make out? Okay, you... that's a bold that's a bold one, but <laughs> but again, it's like I don't even know. I don't even think she has to do all of them, but it's just like the motivation to get out the door. Right. I agree. You know, to I like agree. to like do something and sometimes at least for me personally, if I write it on a piece of paper and I'm like this is my to-do list, I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. But if I just like talk about it with myself in my brain, it's not going to get done. Right. I also want to say I was reading this fucking list when she sent it to me and the last one or something on the list is legit poke somebody (laughs) (laughs) like and I I I was on the phone with you when you shared it with me and I was like like poke like you just walk up behind someone and poke them and you're like yeah I'm like that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard I didn't put that one there. We we deleted that one again. That one's weird. Um, <laughs> obviously, make out with someone. Obviously, not end the night alone one night. Um, yeah, you know, it's just, like, fun. Like, mm-hmm. again, the whole freaking point of this, like, putting yourself out there, getting out there again, like, living your own fucking life if you're a guy or girl, right. you know? Yeah, and I think that, like, putting your – I think that it's so important to, like, go on dates and whatever, even if, like, they might make you feel a little more sad immediately after because you're, like, searching for something that – in the person that you just ended it with. But I feel like so much – I feel like I've learned so much from dating people, and it also shows that, like, you're in control and, like, you make the Mm -hmm. rules and, like, you're a bad bitch and people want to go on dates with you. Like, you're fucking hot go out on dates you know <laughs> and I honestly genuinely think dating so much fun it is like I really do like the whole point of like getting dressed like looking good like meeting a new person like that's fun yeah it really is fun and like what's I always say this but like what's the worst that's gonna happen you, you have I'm a- laughing because remember I said that before we started this podcast and now it's a nightmare. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and now, well, now the whole here's my number team wants to pull their hair out or whatever. But no, I know I agree. We'll talk more about that story in the next episode. <laughs> no, but um, I feel like we're rambling, but of course it's great rambling. Two of the most important things is don't be a dumbass and fuck your ex-boyfriend. Don't, or ex-girlfriend. Or ex-girlfriend. And it, yeah, just don't fuck either your ex. Just don't do it. Like, what is yeah. that going to do? And it, it, om- it almost always ends with, like, one person being like, so what are we? Yeah. And guess what? You're fucking nothing if you have to ask. <laughs> Deadass. I don't, it's such a bad move and I've done it every time and it's such a bad move. Yeah. And honestly, also, like, Going back to the whole disconnecting thing, like getting distance from this person is going to make all of the difference. And if you just keep stirring the fucking sauce with this person, it's called like stir- you're, <laughs> was that the wrong, was that the wrong way of saying it? Yes. <laughs> oh, and De- I think in Denmark we say sauce. It's called stirring the pot. 
No, but what if there's sauce in the pot? What if there's soup? <laughs> well, I like sauce. Um, okay, in my pot, there's... <laughs> in my pot, there's sauce. Okay? So, don't keep stirring the fucking sauce. Right. Because you'll fall back in, and it'll end up being messy. And it'll just... That was... Wow. That What an analogy you just <laughs> gave. See? I'm so proud of you. I know. There was a point to all of it. Yeah. And I think we should wrap it up and leave the good people with, don't fuck your ex. Like we said in the last podcast, if you want to fuck someone, maybe fuck his friend. Yeah. Instead. Boom. Not him. Problem solved. You're welcome. To the next Bible. Here to help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we hope that this helped just a tiny little bit if you are getting over an ex. Um, And if not, I'm sure we'll have another episode on this because there's just a lot of meat on this topic and we want to keep these podcasts short and sweet, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's all we got for today. So what do we say, Olivia? Peace, love, and blessings. Bye. Big shout out to our guy Wesley for producing this podcast as well as the music. Be sure to give him a follow on Instagram and Spotify.